Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about Bayheim's Army and a commit for Syracuse basketball. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brad Bierman and our guest today's Bayheim's Army head coach and Syracuse legend, Ryan Blackwell. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the program. Well, thanks for having me. And Ryan, we'll get you started on this one. Bayheim's Army begins its quest for the basketball tournament championship as a number three seed in the Northeast region starting Saturday, July 8th in Philadelphia. It is your second year as head coach. How much are you looking forward to this? Looking forward to it. It's a great opportunity. Um, it's great basketball for the summertime with not a lot going on basketball-wise. So we give the fans an opportunity to uh, see what some of their favorite players and uh it's a chance to win some money, two million dollars in, you know, a three-week or thirty-day span. There's nothing, there's nothing like that. Most recent announcement is that Trevor Cooney has been named to Bayheim's Army. How big of an addition is that for this team? Uh, it's huge. A guy that can shoot. You know, you need shooters in a tournament like this. And in terms of hard worker, he's a good kid. Um, he's done a lot of great things for the Syracuse basketball program. So. Um, you know, we played two three zone man and man he'll be working hard and do a lot of good things for us. Um, so I'm I'm excited about having him. Ryan, the team just gathered in Syracuse over the weekend for training camp. How did that go? Oh uh, good. You know, guys are still starting to come in. Uh Deshante Riley got in last night. Um fourth of July weekend, you know, that time, so guys are still uh doing things with their families. So most of the guys should be here by today. Um so we're gonna have a full practice. Uh, tonight at the Mellow. Ryan, it's your second year coaching Bayheim's Army, so if you could take one thing that you learned from the first year into your second year as head coach, what would it be? Yeah, I think we t- uh, trimmed the, um, the roster a little bit last year. I think we had 11 guys. This year it's like 8 or 9 uh, at the most, which is good. Um, don't have as many guys. And these guys, really, it's just about doing the little things. I think we lost last year by not rebounding the ball well. Um, you know, doing little things like boxing out, you know, making an extra pass, uh, sharing the ball a little bit more. Um, they didn't practice, so this year the guys, you know, you know, made an effort to to get here a little bit earlier so we could have some time together in the gym uh, before getting there to build that chemistry. And so these guys are a little bit more on the same page. 
Ryan, let's talk about your Syracuse playing days. You were named All-Big East in your senior season. You were part of that 2000 team that won the Big East regular season championship. Hit that great winner against St. John's. What was your favorite moment from your playing days at the Cuse? That's a tough one. I mean, there are a lot of great moments. Um, going to the tournament three years in a row, playing in the Big East tournament. Uh, I had a pretty good shot against St. John's my sophomore year. You know, this is the Big East Championship against St. John's, the buzzer beater, which a lot of people always bring up. That's a great memory. We're just being around the program, being on the guys and traveling and just having those, building those relationships and experiences. It's, um, it's hard to one exact moment. Ryan, I want to get your take on this because I think you have a unique perspective coming as a transfer from Illinois. Syracuse has been really dipping into that transfer market recently. Michael Benege, John Gillen, mm-hmm. Andrew White, now Geno Thorpe. What are your thoughts on the graduate transfer rule, and do you like all these transfers coming to the Qs? Yeah, I mean, I, my situation was because I was heavily recruited by Syracuse to begin with and had a relationship with Syracuse and with the high school in Rochester, so kind of, you know, more familiar with the Syracuse program and then when things didn't work out of Illinois, I decided to move back and Coach Craig Bayheim was, you know, nice enough to bring me back and uh, extend that offer. Um, but yes, I mean, when you get guys like Benajay, you get guys like Lashley, like Andrew White and John Gunn who come in and do great things, um, you know, I think it's a positive. You know, Benajay turned out to be an asset. Uh, took us to a Final Four last year. Um, John and Andrew did great things this year. They work out like that we wanted to for the season, but they still turn out to be great players and do great things for us. So, yeah, I think it's a great thing when it happens like that. And, Ryan, we'll get you out of here on this one. Syracuse in the offseason announcing that Jim Beheim is staying and Mike Hopkins leaving to take the Washington job. What were your thoughts when you heard that news? You know, I think everybody was shocked. We just were used to seeing Hop and you know, we just thought that Hop was going to be here and, and take over. But, you know, when you think about it, it's a great move for Hopkins. Um, he's from the West Coast. He's starting his own program. And uh, he's going to a program that didn't do so well. So I don't think the pressure is there as much. I think he won, what, nine or ten games. Um, and I think he's excited. Uh, he can always, obviously, in the future, you never know what's going to happen. Maybe he'll come back later. But you know, so he's still, uh, he's still got that fire and that excitement in him. So. I think it's a great thing. He'll be here for however long he wants. He shouldn't be forced to to uh, retire or resign um, because of the things that happened. So I'm happy for him in that sense, and I think it worked out for the best for everyone. Ryan, again, thank you so much for coming on the program. Again, Syracuse legend and Bayheim's Army head coach Ryan Blackwell. Ryan, best of luck in the basketball tournament. Bring home that championship for Orange Nation. Great job today, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. We'll do our best. Thanks. Amazing to talk to our friend Ryan Blackwell, and good luck to Bayheim's Army. And I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Editor-in-Chief and my very good friend, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I'm doing well, Wes. Summertime, counting down to football season. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, it is a great time of year, and also good news finally from the Syracuse basketball recruiting world. 2018 forward Darius Baisley committing to the Orange earlier in the week. He is a four-star recruit and the number 32 overall prospect in his class, according to ESPN. How badly did the Orange need a recruiting win like this? Well, it was certainly something the Orange needed to uh, stoke the uh, the good news of all the fan base. And so it always seems to make sense that you're going to win some and you're going to lose some. 
in this case, you know, you, you had a couple of uh, L's in the in the streak, so you wanted to get a win. So it's certainly important from that sp- standpoint and for the morale and certainly for getting another talented player into the class of 18. And, hey, Wes, you know, the, the talent just keeps on coming into the Syracuse program. Really nothing is changing year in and year out. Just maybe the, 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 the final level of talent, but it's all great talented players coming into the program. But nonetheless, this is a great win for the program. Brad, you kind of just touched on this, but Syracuse had a couple L's in the recruiting world recently. I think you're referring to Quade Green, Jordan Tucker, and Cole Switter. Was it the instability in the coaching staff, or was it just kind of a blip in the radar that led to these recruiting losses? Well, I think it's a small percentage of blip, and I think it was a bigger percentage of the uncertainty that was being cast about by opposing coaches. Let's face it, the succession plan was in place a year ago, so we all knew where the program was headed. And all the recruits knew that Mike Hopkins was going to be the next head coach. When that all blew up in March, it was back to square one and just stability at first for John Wildack and getting Jim Beheim in there. But now with how many years he's actually going to end up coaching, what would be the succession plan? Is it going to come from you know within the, within the program now? Is there going to be someone else joining? All that uncertainty is certainly being used against Syracuse. And until that's really clarified a little bit more, I think you're going to see it continue. But again, at the same time, as I alluded to just a couple of moments ago, there's always going to be talented recruits considering Syracuse basketball. Brad, you just mentioned Syracuse and talented players. Well, Syracuse landing USF transfer Geno Thorpe last month. He's not that game changer that you were talking about, but with Thorpe, Tyus Battle, and Torian Thompson, that trio should make the Orange competitive in the ACC in this upcoming season. You have to wait and see, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, the grad transfer rule, I think, is, Wes, something you're going to see every year Syracuse take a look at uh, as long as the rule's in place. They're going to take a long look at it, and I think they're going to be players that take a long look at Syracuse for a final year of eligibility. And it completely changes the the thinking uh, in the mix from a recruitment standpoint, how you're going to play out that year. I think we saw that, obviously, last year with uh, Gillen and White. And I think that's going to be a standard moving forward, uh, a whole new element into recruiting. So I think that's an important mix. And I think, again, the fan base has to be patient. The mark of this coaching staff under Jim Beheim, I've said it when we've talked on podcasts previously, is development of players, how they develop good quality athletes that they target. Uh, and so, you know, let's be patient. Let's wait and see. And uh, let's see how these players develop. Brad, we are right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. Are you ready for some football? (laughs) Really looking forward to the ACC football media day next week, Wes. It's coming really quick, 13th and 14th in Charlotte, and really excited to see where the media, the other coaches, uh, everyone thinks, you know, where's Syracuse football come 17 in Dino Baber's first, uh, excuse me, second season. So really excited about football and the ACC media kickoff next week. Brad, my closing thoughts are on the football team. Bowling Green linebacker Austin Valdez announcing he will finish off his college career at Syracuse as a graduate transfer. We just spent a whole segment talking about basketball recruiting, but Dino Bapers is putting together an impressive 2018 class as he tries to make SU into a competitive ACC program. And Wes, I think with graduate transfer rule, you're going to see that in football with this program as well. It's going to be a standard. They're going to take a look at each year to fill in different gaps here and there. Again, until this rule is ever modified or changed, I think both basketball and football in Syracuse are always going to be looking hard at the grad transfer rule. 
That's it for us. For Brad Bierman, this is Wes Chang reminding you that a circle is really smart because it graduates with 360 degrees. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.